I hate paper straws. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. Folks, we got to talk about the straws. What's going on with the straws? What happened? There was a video of a turtle with a plastic straw in its nose, and now we can't use straws anymore? Now we got to use paper straws? They disintegrate after two minutes. Why was the alternative paper straw? That's the only thing we have in this world. We have bamboo. We have compostable corn now. We can't make a straw that's better than just a paper tube that disintegrates. When I buy a large iced coffee, I don't want to slam it in two minutes. I'm not looking for that quick fix. No! I got the whole day. I want this coffee to last me. I need a straw that's going to keep up. One turtle. I don't understand because we've seen turtles before with the six ring binders around them. We didn't switch to paper six can holder things. No, we kept using them. It's just some people started hitting with a scissor. And we're like, oh, great. We solved that problem. Why are we suddenly with the straws? We're like, oh, never more. Can we use a plastic straw? Are you kidding? Do you think this is helping the turtles? Because the coffee is still coming in a plastic cup. The little plastic six ring holders still exist. Just the straw has to be paper? This makes zero sense. There are billions of plastic straws already in the ocean. We're not cleaning those up. No, we're just not putting more in. But the plastic cups and lids, sure, those can keep going. It's the straws because, oh no, what if a turtle gets a tracheotomy? We're allowing ourselves to pretend that this is helping. People tell me it's a step in the right direction. Nonsense. BP is still spilling oil in the Gulf of Mexico, and we're just fine with that? Coal companies are still filling the air with CO2. Corporations are still spewing toxins into the waters, and we as consumers have to give up our straws? No, if you want to help, fix that. A small step in the right direction is don't buy a new car. Don't buy more gas. But the real small step is vote. Get out there and vote for politicians that believe in climate change so that we can actually put carbon tax. But it's not the straws. What are you saving? One turtle? BP is spilling oil into the Gulf of Mexico. It's killing billions of turtles and fish and whales and dolphins. And we had to give up straws? Are you kidding me? I hate this whole straw situation, and that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call What's Got Your Goat? How do you take your coffee? I like my coffee with cream. Great. Nice. <laughs> I've been trying to do oat milk. Oat milk's good. I'm obsessed. It froths really well. Ooh, it's the perfect blend between almond milk and cream. And it has neither of those two things in it. Exactly. Wow. It's creamy but nutty at the same time. What are you, what are you doing these days? Are you on hot coffee or are you on iced coffee? I did an iced coffee because it was warm. Yeah. Yeah. You drink it, uh, what do they give you, a mug? No, they gave me a plastic cup. I a got a medium. Cup. They give you a straw? I had a straw. What was the straw made out of? Are we talking about straws? It's time to cover straws. Well, we have to start somewhere. Okay, expand upon that thought. The straws. It's gotten out of control. We have to start somewhere. Okay, and the place to start is with the smallest piece of plastic we can think of. No, not necessarily. What's a piece of plastic that you've already given up in your life? Plastic cups. I try to bring my own cups. Okay, not for the coffee today. No. So society's decided to give up plastic straws. 
Yes. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of these paper straws. Yes, there's no paper straws. It literally biodegrades as you use the straw. It's it's almost too biodegradable. Yeah. (laughs) What happens is, is you have the plastic cup, but the ridges for where the paper straw goes into, it cuts into the paper straw. Those little triangles. So you can't get the liquid out of the straw. But you know what I think is better than the paper straws? What's better than the paper straw? The eco-friendly straws. Right. Could we all already know how to make plastics out of biodegradable corn. Yeah, that's like, the corn straws are on point. You yeah, just can't great. You just can't put anything hot in it. You don't order a hot coffee and throw a, a plastic straw in there either. N- no, and you also shouldn't use a plastic straw with hot things because it releases some kind of chemical that's bad for you. Right. Whereas if you used a straw made out of corn in a hot beverage, it would just melt. It would just melt. It would just melt into corn. <laughs> or corn syrup. Yeah, it would sweeten that up a little bit. It would sweeten that up. Sweet, sweet chemical, babe. Why is it that Starbucks isn't giving us the biodegradable corn straws? They said that they were going to do that lid that you don't need a straw. And I, I love those lids. I love that lid. Where are the lids? It's great. Just give us a little lid with a big old square hole in it. Hello, we've been doing it since we've been children. Sipica. Yeah, it's a, a sipica. sipica. It's, it's an perfect. adult sipica. You said it's a good start. I want to talk about that. What are we starting? Well, we're starting a revolution for the environment. I remember Greta Thunberg taking the stage and saying, what I'd like everyone to do is just think about straws and not think about the rest of it. Okay, I love her, but I don't know where you're going here. No, the thing is, she did not say, let's just think about straws and not worry about anything else. No, she's just saying, like, stop polluting the environment. And she's also talking to the corporations. We got to change. I'm pretty sure she's mostly focused on talking to the politicians. Well, that's who we need to talk to. They're the ones making the laws. They're the ones, the lobbyists, lining their pockets. Okay, so we either talk to the politicians or straws is good enough. Well, straws is a distraction. Oh. Because if we feel as if we're doing something about it, then the pressure is off. So it's almost like we as consumers are being distracted by the corporations throwing us paper straws. We are constantly distracted. Give us an example of how you might be distracted on a day-to-day basis. I'm distracted a lot. Okay. Give us an example. Well, I usually putz around the apartment and clean and I start projects and then I go in another room and I start another project and then I go in another room and I start another project and then I go back in the other room and remember I started that other project and was like, oh, I should finish this. I'd like you to take a moment and look around the room we're sitting in and just count how many unfinished projects you've started. Mm Mm-hmm. I see them. Okay, great. I see them every day. We don't need a number. (laughs) Very distractible, Veronique is. Yes. Mm -hmm. So did you see the YouTube video about the turtle? With the straw? This has been going on for decades. This I knew about this when I was in fourth grade. Knew about what? I knew about plastics and sea life. Remember the Coca-Cola cans with the plastic that goes around each yeah, can? Yeah, the six-ring thing. Yes, and you should pull them apart. Uh-huh. I have a question. Did you know that there are there's plastic in your fish that you're eating? Sure. And glitter, too. Oh, fabulous. I love glitter, it's, but it's not good for the environment. Now They're making sustainable glitter, though. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to lose the fabulousness. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, all the crafts. All the crafts now can sustain their glitter. We want to sparkle. We just want to save the planet, too. All right. What is um, sustainable glitter made out of? I don't remember. They learned the history of glitter on Dressed. Oh. The history of glitter. What is the history? History of fashion. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. History of Glitter was just a subset of History of Fashion. Yes. Great. There's one company that owns pretty much all the rights to glitter, and they're very secretive. So we don't actually know how glitter is made, but we know what it is. What is it? 
It's little sheets of metal. Like asbestos? Wait, is asbestos metal? No, uh, fiberglass? Well, yeah, it's fiberglass, but I thought there was something in it. Glitter is a problem for inhaling as well. Oh my God, ew, who's inhaling glitter? I was just sort of posing a scenario. I haven't ever inhaled glitter before, but I've had it on my body for days at a time. Yeah, sure. If you inhaled glitter... Oh my God, it'd stick to your lungs, babe. Well, would, do you think you could go to like children's birthday parties and every time you sneeze, like a <laughs> puff of glitter comes out? No, I think it would stick to your insides. Do you think it would like get into your cells like oxygen does and it would go around your body and just decorate each cell? I think you could pass it. You have sparkly poop. So your mitochondria are not throwing office parties. Ew, no. The six ring soda holders. Yeah. That you break apart. When it came out that they were choking dolphins. Yeah. People started ripping them apart. But the corporations made no effort to get rid of the six ring. They make it our problem. Why wasn't there a paper six ring can holder after that? The cans are too heavy for the paper. Why didn't they just do away with the the little six ring holder anyway? What they needed to do is put it in a box like they originally put it in. Nobody can possibly carry six cans without a ring. But you can't carry six cans of soda comfortably. You don't really buy six though, right? No, you buy six or 12. What are you buying six or of? Or four. What four ring are you buying? There's four rings. There's four rings? Mm-hmm. It's the plastic that goes on top of the can. Turtles can't get caught in those. No, they'll get yeah, hit because it covers face. the whole can. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Revolution Brewery. A lot of places are doing it. How do you drink your iced coffee around the house? Oh, I just sip it with a straw. No. So we don't use straws in the house. No, but we have some in the closet. Sure. We have some metal straws. No, I didn't buy those. I almost bought them, but I didn't buy them because we had plastic straws in the closet. Are we secretly stashing plastic straws? I don't know. You know, I've thought about this a lot. We take trash and recycling and then we drive it to a landfill and it just gets dumped there. If it's in our house, is it considered a landfill? You know, like if it was like an, an apocalypse and there's no one, you know, humans are dying, you know. Sorry. Clutter, clutter, the consumerism in Americans. Oh. We just consume, consume, uh-huh. you know, hysteria, 24-hour news, they report something, and then we just run out and like buy all this stuff. If it's going to snow, if there's going to be a storm. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I don't know. I mean, what's the difference between storing something in our houses that we don't need and just like throwing it away that we used once? in a landfill. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't really know where the connection is here, but I think there's something here. When disaster strikes, <laughs> people go out and they buy a ton of bottled water. Why? I like to drink water out of a bottle. I know I need to be better about getting plastic bottles. It's the convenience. Why do people stockpile bottled water when a disaster is coming? Well, in case the pipes freeze. Water comes out of the wall for free. Yeah, So why not just get all your tubs and just fill them with tap water before the pipes freeze? And then you can live off that for a while. I mean, we don't have like gallon containers around. There's a four gallon container right there in my eyesight. Okay, that's a litter box that's being donated. It's a litter box that's unused. And we could totally fill that with four gallons of tap water. People need to run those factories. And if they can't get to work, then things shut down. What factories? The water ones. The water factories. I think it's called something. The sewage. You're talking about sewage. Because you're talking about tap water. Right. So what's wrong with tap water? In New York City, there's nothing wrong with it. Why are we talking about the people that clean the water? Because what if they can't get to work with the blizzard? Then you can't use your tap water. But that's why we filled up buckets of it. I see what you're saying. 
Where do you think the first straw came from? Mm, okay. When was the first straw invented and why? And what do you think was the last straw? <laughs> Where was the straw invented? I think it was on an island. Ooh, you know what? Maybe with coconuts. You're thinking of pina coladas. I'm thinking bamboo right in that coconut. Mm, Boom. Do you think like at the Last Supper, Judas ordered a white wine spritzer and had a little straw in it? No, I think they had clay mugs. That makes sense. Do you think any civilization ever hollowed out a snake to make a straw? Yeah, that's very useful. The Native Americans would use the entire animal. Yeah, snakes shed their skin. All the time. So they're leaving straws all over the desert. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's the most biodegradable straw there is. Oh, do you think it would fall apart like paper straws? When was the first straw though? Who would have needed the straw? It might have been children. Leonardo da Vinci. Do you think he uh, mocked up a straw? He mocked up a helicopter. He probably made a straw absentmindedly because he was writing in his notebooks with his left hand and his right hand and just needed something to sip on a beverage with. How am I supposed to drink my drink if I don't have a straw? That's what I need to make. His buddy Michelangelo was like lying 60 feet in the air painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. He needed a straw. He was upside down. So Leonardo was probably like, oh my. Mike, if you're going to paint the Sistine Chapel, oh my gosh, yeah. you need a straw. Do you think that the first straw came about in the 20s? Yup. I mean, champagne was going. It was the roaring 20s. Lipstick was entering the market because of all the silent films to not ruin your makeup. Did you need a straw? Uh, in the 20s, they used the cigarette holder. <gasps> yes. You could just dip that sucker in a drink. It's a straw. After you're done with your nicotine, get that gin martini. During the the speakeasies. What's the last straw? Well, I was thinking about cats and dogs. I mean, if you harm a cat and a dog, people get outraged. The turtle is what started the whole straw thing. Also, straws are really good for spitballs. Arguably, it's the only way to spitball. Oh, oh my gosh. I I know where the straws came from. It was on an island. Because how did you spit arrows at people? A long tube. Oh, the the dart. The dart. Yeah. The the, dart is a straw. The poison dart. It's a straw. (laughs) It's a reverse straw. It's a reverse straw. So it was an aboriginal island. Yes. Done. That's That's, where they came. that's That's where the straws came from. Yeah. And they also used it for coconuts. This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. How am I supposed to drink my drink if I don't have a straw?